You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the founder and executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce is an organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to create synergistic relationships that benefit the community. And this show, the Business of Giving, highlights uh, nonprofits and uh, for-profit businesses, and we bring great entities together on a regular basis on this show to learn more about what we do at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com this valuable show is made possible through the generosity of our series sponsor Solup an energy solution and conservation company specializing in solar and battery storage systems including solar panels. To learn more about them, soulup.com. And as I've announced the last couple of weeks, Soulup is going to be in the studio on December the 3rd, and they will be bringing a nonprofit organization that they do a lot of work with, Nevada Conservation League. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that broadcast, having both Soulup um, the title sponsor of the show, as well as Nevada Conservation League, an interesting nonprofit organization with a great message. You won't want to miss our broadcast on December the 3rd. Maria Perez, the cause marketing coach, is back in the studio. How are you, Maria? I'm great. How are you doing today, guys? I am great. It is so wonderful to have you back. Like I mentioned, you know, I, I don't know what to do when you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make Thank it happen last week. <laughs> yeah, you bring so much to the show. And uh, we've got two interesting guests uh, who are going to be with us today. We haven't done a two-guest show in a little while, but we've got two great guys who are going to be sharing about uh, what they do on the show today. First is Justin Parnell. He is the Business Development Officer with Stuart Title. Welcome, uh, Justin, to the Business of Giving show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And one of the reasons why we had Justin come as a representative of Stewart Title Company is they were a participant in a recent event that we just hosted, uh, Businesses with Heart, our expo. It was the 10th expo. Great opportunity to get together with wonderful people and great businesses like Stewart Title. And uh, we just so appreciated their support of our event. We wanted to have them come on to talk uh, more about uh, the things that they do over there at Stewart Title. Thank you. Yeah, it was a great event. Yeah. Maria, do you have any questions for our guest today? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, this show is all about cause and social issues marketing and the value that it uh, brings to businesses in terms of communicating to their customers that they walk the walk and talk the talk. Can you can you tell us a little bit about some of your initiatives uh, here in the community? Uh, yeah, so... The, the biggest one that we like to do is uh, Rebuilding Together. It's a, it's a great nonprofit okay. that they, they basically they help people that are 
not able to afford maybe a, a new air conditioner or a new fridge, um, but they need the help. And so they supply those type of big expenses. And then they have volunteers uh, like me and my team and my company that come in and we basically fix up the outside of their house, you know, give them a new yard, give it a, a new nice facelift with paint um, and just make it, you know, look better. So is Rebuilding Together the, the initiative of the, of, or is it a nonprofit? It's a nonprofit. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a, a national nonprofit. They're, they're in all 50 states, I believe. Um, I want to say they've been here in, in Vegas for like 15 years, I think. Wow, that's impressive. Yes, and this is this nonprofit that you're in alignment with. How do you get the company to to engage in this? One of the things that Maria and I, when we're talking with a lot of guests, is that we talk a lot about the culture that leads to being the type of business that uh, gives back to its community. How do you get the people within your company uh, to engage in this? Is this a, a a part of the culture of the company? Maybe you could share with us about that. So we actually, we've been operating with rebuilding uh, in the Vegas market longer than Stuart Title uh, has actually been a partnership. Um, uh, so Stuart Title's really great company. They're international. They have this program uh, that allows the employees to highlight different nonprofits and charities. And they do X amount of donations all across the U.S. Um, so three, four years ago, I nominated Rebuilding Together as uh, to, to get that uh, donation. And Stuart Title liked it so much that they decided to become a national partner. And so now we're doing, we used to do one day. It was a Rebuilding Together Day. It's April 22nd. But now because we're a national partner, we're doing two days. So we actually have one coming up next week. It's called uh, Make a Difference Day. And so Stuart Title is sponsoring um, rebuilds in all these different markets across the U.S. Wow, that's that's really amazing. Yeah. So you're an in, you're a national company, and basically it's it's more it's volunteerism and and sort of a public private partnership, right? All together. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I say it's more profit because we are uh, private because we don't necessarily advertise that we're partnering with this um, nonprofit. But um, but yeah, it's it's company wide, and it's just because Stuart Title cares about the communities that we're in. And we want to do our part to to build them up. Yeah, it's interesting because some companies, you know, really value the earned media and letting their customers know. And some companies just do it because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's our standpoint. Yeah, well, we appreciate you being bold enough to come on the air today to let us know about how you're giving back to the community. I mean, you are affecting a lot of people uh, with that type of give back. And that's what this show and the Cause Marketing Chamber is really about. It's about the more that people know what you do, the more apt they are to want to do business with you, number one. But then also, you know, just to have respect for your company, refer, that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, I say that the main reason why I wanted to come on this show is just to highlight the actual nonprofit. Um, Because Rebuilding Day, April 22nd, they do it every year. They pick like 30 to 45 houses around the community. And, you know, your company can volunteer, get your own house, or you can team up with other companies. There's there's a bunch of companies that participate in every year. What is the URL for for the nonprofit, Justin? I believe it's... In case people want to look... I believe it's just uh, rebuildingtogether.org. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. That's helpful. 
Yeah, and before we came on air today, Justin, we were talking about how this is an interesting real estate market that um, we're experiencing here yes. in in Las Vegas as well as across the country. And how does a title company adapt? Not as many sales of homes. What mm-hmm. are some of the things that you're able to do to to provide more value so that you can continue to run a profitable business? Uh, really, right now, it's it's just all about. Um, creating partnerships with other people within the real estate industry, you know, that's realtors, lenders, um, and nurturing those partnerships into relationships so that when the market does pick up and get busier, that, you know, they know that we're right there to help them out in any way we can. It's just kind of like preparing for the future, so to speak. Yeah, we're always talking about partnerships on here, right, Maria, in terms of uh, that being such a significant thing for so many of these nonprofit organizations. And um, the correlation between traditional business and nonprofit is just so, so similar. So, yeah, the partnerships that people create in the nonprofit world for anyone to run a successful business, Mm -hmm. your partnerships are so important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I think I think it really demonstrates that. Uh, I mean, walking the walk and talking the talk, and it's almost a mentorship relationship that you you seem to have uh, with the organization uh, and and the whole rebuild. You know, it's it's really we've had a number of guests on, uh, and they all talk about empowering the people that they support, uh, and, and it seems like you're really doing that. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I grew up here in Vegas, and. Uh, I love the community and I like to support the community and um, not, not necessarily, like I said, for, for advertising purposes, but I, I want to give back to the community, build up the community. And because I think the bigger the community is, the better it's going to help us as a company. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's impactful for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin Parnell is the business development officer with Stewart Title Company. And for those of our listeners uh, who might be interested in Retaining the services of your company, definitely a company that, as Maria always mentions, is walking the walk and talking the talk. And uh, for your needs in the title area, how can people uh, reach you? Uh, Stuart.com backslash lost dash Vegas. Or you can just Google Stuart. We're we're pretty easy to find. (laughs) All right. Any other questions for Justin Maria before uh, we let him go? No, I just want to commend um, his, you know, initiative to reach out to corporate and and create a, na- a national initiative. It's pretty impressive. Thank you. Yeah, we're, so, we're actually trying to do that with uh, Room Redux. Oh, the nonprofit that yeah. we featured yeah. at the last businesses with Heart event. Yeah, I just nominated it. Nated, I nominated them um, to to get that benefit as well. Oh, so that's hopefully wonderful. it works out. Yeah. I love it when we make a love connection. (laughs) That's what those events are all about. It really is about creating opportunities for people. So great. So glad to hear that it worked out and that you have another potential partner in the nonprofit sector. Hopefully soon. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Business of Giving podcast at 91.5 KUNV Jazz and more. Soul Up and its channel partners are providing complimentary solar to local charities, supporting four HopeLink transitional housing properties, solar to feed pets of the homeless, Volunteers of America, and Opportunity Village. Their founder sits on the board of Nevada Conservation League. Also wanted to remind all of you that you can listen to this podcast, of course, here at 91.5 uh, 
KUNV Jazz and More, but also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. To listen to downloads of our podcast, uh, you can check them out at givingbusiness.transistor.fm. And Maria, so yeah, we got a second guest in the studio for today, and uh, he is a man who I have known for for several years. He's a part of a of an organization that I have been a part of for a long time. Uh, I'd say Local 720, which is a stagehand union here in Las Vegas. Uh, I have been a stagehand personally for about 27 years, and I've been affiliated with IATSE for 19 years. Uh, so I know a lot wow. about the topics uh, that we're going to go over, and uh, Phil's just a great guy leading an organization that is also making a huge uh, difference in the community. Welcome, Phil Janes, uh, president of IATSE Local 722, the Business of Giving podcast. Thank you for having me. And uh you're a union boss, president of the union. <laughs> I love when I get a chance to say that on the radio. I actually interviewed Jerry Helmet years yeah, ago yeah. Uh, on another radio show, and I got to say union boss on the radio. So that's always it's, really exciting. Yeah, it's funny because when I think of union boss, it's always in a cartoon in the newspaper, and we're usually <laughs> right. underneath one light with cigar smoke, and it's dark. <laughs> and and uh, so I don't think of myself as a union boss per se, but uh, but yes, it's uh, – a fun job to have. Yeah. Any questions for uh, Phil, Maria? Well, I'd, I'd be interested to hear, you know, what type of outreach you do. Is it focused on your membership? Is it focused on the community? Is it a combination of all of the above? Tell us a little bit about it's that. A, it's a combination of all of the above. Uh, the outreach that we do internally, uh, we always want our people to learn more skills uh, learn different skills. We have a lot of different jobs that we cover. And uh, so we're always hoping our membership will learn better skills or more skills. And uh, so we can cover all of this work. Uh, we do outreach uh, to the high schools that have um, theatrical um, training, some of the magnet school or magnet schools. Uh, I'll go oh, and I'll, I'll go and I'll speak at them and let them know that there is a, a pathway to a, a pretty exciting career. And a lot of opportunity. And they do live in the, um, or we all live in the entertainment capital of the world. And if you're going to be a stagehand or if you're going to work behind the scenes in entertainment, uh, this is the, a great place to be. So we'll reach out to the high schools, uh, let them know that, uh, let them know what they need to learn, um, you know, how to you know, become a member or not become a member, just to get into the system. Uh, hopefully they'll become a member later once they're in the system. And uh, so we'll reach out to them. And, and we also do a lot of work with other labor unions here in the Valley. Um, we do charitable stuff uh, Christmas time. We have a young workers committee that uh, they have a Christmas party and they raise a lot of money for a couple of charities here in the Valley. And, um, but that's pretty much the, out, you know, the, the extent of our out, outreach. Yeah, but it's fascinating because, I mean, it, you, as you point out, it, in the entertainment capital of the world, um, you know, it's so important for our youth to be aware of their op of these opportunities and the options that they have. Yeah, and they're they're great op options. And uh, I mean, you don't think, you know, to go say work on a film, you don't need to go to a four year college or a six year college or become a master's at something. Uh, you can learn skills in high school, and you can learn a lot of the. You can take those basic skills that you learn in high school in, in theater, and you can transfer that into convention work or trade show or audiovisual for hotels or, or film, television, uh, even, you know, radio. If you wanted to 
we don't cover radio, but it, a lot of those same skills do transfer over into radio. And um, people, especially kids, they just don't know how to get there. Um, it's very simple. You can just come down to the hall in 3000 Valley View and, um, and you can ask for me, President Jaynes, and uh, I can get you set up. It's not a, it's not a quick process, but it's, uh, it's a process that you, if you stick with it, uh, you can be making some pretty good money. If you've got the skills and the drive and the, and the willingness to learn, you can do very well for yourself in this city. Yeah, I think so so much of our youth do get stuck to and adults down the how hole. So it's it's really wonderful that that you uh you provide that resource. Very nice. Perfect. Yeah. It's such an exciting industry too. I mean, you get to experience amazing things being a stagehand, being backstage for for these major concerts and I mean, I could just go list on and on and on the types of events that I've been a part of through uh, my years in this industry. And uh, like Phil was saying, it's just a great opportunity for someone uh, who wants a career that has uh, a lot of potential, especially in a town like this where it's, you know, we know it's the entertainment capital. Now it's becoming the sports capital of the world uh, as well. We have Formula One races and we've got sports teams coming here uh, along with all this convention work. So yeah, there's a lot of people out there I think who could really change their lives in a positive way uh, by becoming a member of, I'd say, Local 720. I know it's been a great thing for me and my family and and actually even my ability to do this because as Phil mentioned, so many of the skills that you learn being in the industry are transferable to the type of media like we're doing uh, here and that I do uh, on a regular basis. So yes, it's just there's so many benefits uh, to being a part of IATSE Local 720. But there was one thing I did want to touch on, uh, Phil, that I had talked about was during COVID, I felt there was a great give back that IATSE was doing, and that was operating a, a really, really solid food bank um, because we know so many people were really struggling during those couple of years. Could you could you talk more about the give back aspect of that? Yeah, the, um, you know, COVID hit, uh, our industry was crushed. Uh, you know, we pretty much, I think we had one wardrobe person working at Circus Circus where typically we'd have 3,200 people working across the valley at any given day. And uh, so we were crushed. Um, so uh, leadership of the union, uh, we decided, you know, what can we do? Uh, how can we help our members? Um, we had, you had to have Zoom meetings back then and our membership stepped up and they allotted uh, $600,000 to be spent on food yeah, big money uh, to be spent on food and um, for a food bank. And we essentially turned our union hall into a grocery store and uh, we created boxes uh, with help from ULAN, United Labor Agency in Nevada. Uh, they helped us out a lot, uh, showed us how to do a food bank, how to set it up. And for over a year, uh, well, right at a year, uh, we would have um, a day every month where any member any non-member, any member of the community. We didn't turn anybody away, members of other unions, whatever. Uh, we just opened our doors and we had boxes set up uh, and we just asked them, how many people do you have in your family? Four people. We'd give them a box, you know, labeled four and that, that food would feed them for, for a week, I believe, about, about five days to seven days. And, um, you know, if you only had two, you know, we had a box set up for two. And, um, and it was very, very uh, good for the membership uh, you know, it, it gave them a sense of ownership of, you know, what it means to be part of a union and what, a, you know, positive things that a union can do for the internal community and the external community. 
We also, at the same time, and this one I always forget about because the food bank was such a huge thing, uh, we have a lot of people that work in wardrobe. And a lot of people that work in wardrobe have sewing machines and have material. And at the time of COVID, when it just started and uh, the face mask, uh, you know, the shortage on the face backs, we were making uh, face masks. And um, and we called them the mask posse. And they cranked out thousands and thousands of masks that we gave to pretty much anybody who needed masks. We delivered them out to Nellis. We delivered them at, to some of the hospitals, some of the um, retirement communities. Any Anybody who needed a mask, uh, we cranked out a lot of masks until until the supply chain caught up with the mask. And um, so, yeah, we had those two big things that happened that we had never done before, but because of COVID, you have to adapt. And it also, it, it gave the people something to do, um, you know, because obviously they weren't going and working behind the scenes at a show or a convention or something like that. Uh, so they could volunteer their time. Uh, which had a lot of value to those individuals and, uh, you know, gave them purpose and gave them something to do. Um, and it was it was quite successful and it was very efficient. Also, we only, I think we only, out of that 600, I think we only spent about 430,000 uh, and um, it was it was a great experience. Yeah. Wow, that's really, it's, it's very impactful. And it's, again, it's a stellar example of, you know, an organization, um, having an impact on a social issue that during a devastating time. So it's really remarkable what you were able to accomplish. Thank you. Yeah. Me knowing members, I mean, they're my friends. And so the impact that that had on a lot of members uh, was enormous. It really was because of just it being such an unstable time and so much uncertainty, but just for so many of the members that I've talked to since then, just knowing that that food was there and uh, that point that you mentioned before, Phil, about the volunteerism opportunity and the way that that gave people that sense of purpose. I've talked to people who have said that. Just being able to go down there and volunteer and do something during a time like that got them out of their own heads. They weren't so much thinking about all of the challenges that we were having in the world at that time. So, yeah, that, I thought that was just a, a really impactful initiative, uh, a great great move for IATSE 720 in the community. Thank you. It all goes to our membership. They're the ones who, you know, I couldn't do it. They're the ones who volunteered their time, and they're the ones that voted in to spend their money uh, for that. So yeah. kudos to them. One last question for Phil Maria before we wrap up today. Um, I just I, – I'm interested to know um, – do you love your job? I, I, I imagine I do. you do. I do. And, I, and do you love the? Do you want to tell us why? Uh, it's funny because I get that. Members will ask me all the time, are, are you happy you, you have stepped up to run for this position? And I say, absolutely. I love this job. And uh, they're shocked <laughs> because it's not an easy job. It's not a job that's uh, that everybody can do. Uh, you can't please everybody every time. And uh, members of any local are very vocal if they're not pleased. Uh, but I just love it. It's, it, it's what I, it's, it's, it fits me to a T. I, I can't explain it any better than that. You get to help a lot of people. Um, you can't help everybody, but you can give them the tools to help themselves. Uh, if they follow through, they follow through. If they don't, you know, you, you feel bad, but, uh, but you, you do get the opportunity to help and, and touch a lot of people. And by a lot, I mean, every day, uh, we're, we're helping people. And uh, by, you know, getting their paycheck, by getting them to work, uh, just calling them up and saying, hey, 
uh, we got a job out here and can you come out here and work and um, giving them that opportunity. Um, it's, but to me, it just literally, it fits my personality uh, and I really do enjoy it. Yeah, and union advocacy is so, so prominent in the community right now, right, Maria? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in headlines pretty much every day. Well, I mean, it's almost as though they are, uh, you know, a charity in that they are so supportive of their membership, those they serve. I mean, it's it's really, it's really a wonderful, it's wonderful to have you on and to hear that everything you do is endemic to, to what we do here in Las Vegas. And, and you're very supportive of all the folks that, that uh, you serve. Thank you. Phil Janes is the president of IATSE Local 720, the stagehands union here in Las Vegas. And thanks again for stopping by, Phil. How can you be reached uh, for more information about IATSE Local 720? Probably the best way to be to go online, uh, IATSE720.net. Uh, that will get you to our website. and uh, Or you can just swing by 3000 South Valley View. If you got any questions, ask for me. Uh, we have professionals that work the front desk area. They can help you out if you want to get into the system or if you want to just ask questions. Um, just come on down. Yeah, and again, with unions being so prominent in the news right now, and there just seems to be a trend in this country over the last couple of years, uh, I was actually reading something about millennials or people under 40 years old. And there was a statistic and it said something like 85% of the people under the age of 40 would categorize themselves as extremely supportive of labor unions. It was a real shock when I when I heard that. So yes, the what I'd say local seven twenty represents that's going to be the future. And uh, and again, I can endorse this union because I've been a part of it for a long time. And uh, yeah, I just nothing but continued success in your role as president of IATSE, Phil. And Maria, there's lots of causes out there that need help. How can they reach out to you? Or and businesses as well uh, for help, some some coaching and cause marketing. If you want to discuss cause or social issues uh, marketing strategy, I am always available, and you can reach me uh, cause coach Maria at Maria at causemarketingconsultant dot com. And to learn more about what we do at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. Also wanted to announce an event, an online event that we're going to be hosting on November the 21st. It's called the Cause and Business Education Series. It's a great thing that we do online that highlights a successful entrepreneur or nonprofit organization. We are in the process of bringing in an entrepreneur. I'll make an announcement next week of who that person is going to be, but they do a really solid half hour to 45 minute talk about their expertise in business or in the nonprofit sector. Uh, we have a Q&A period. It is a great, very, very fulfilling event that you'll want to be a part of. Again, you can go to our website, causemarketingchamber.com uh, for uh, information about that event that is coming up. Uh, of course, we always air every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. at KUNV 91.5 FM. The Business of Giving podcast was brought to you by Soul Up's underwriting of our series. And as I always ask at the end of these broadcasts, I request that you give and do business for good. See you soon.
the world on my shoulder. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money.